0: I slap on some Copeland at my family's house for dinner. You do? It's nice. It's like it's like the auditory version of Norman Rockwell. It's mm-hmm. Copeland. Do you think
1: that's because you're trying to sort of laminate the event with a sense of normalcy? I'm a big to tamp down the grievances.
0: Oh no! So my family, we do have many grievances. They're usually set in good fun and jest. Uh, yeah, I'm is. a big I'm a big holiday guy. You love? Holidays. I love the you holidays. A... I, I love driving in traffic. Yeah. I love holidays. Sure. I love Christmas uh hate dance yeah i okay. love daylight savings yeah don't like avocados allergic no just mealy slices of yes
1: we live on avocados in this household well yeah avocados because... and gin
0: avocados and... <laughs> journos the official unofficial ethnographic field report from afar on the 2021 macy's thanksgiving day parade also known as the journos holiday spectacular
1: all right, we're deep into the holidays. Let's Indeed. get into it. Let's get into it. My name is Steven Jackson. I'm Brandon R. Reynolds. This is Journos. This is Journos. The, the holiday edition of Journos. From Thanksgiving
0: to Christmas and beyond. From the, from the big old bird to the yuletide to old Lang Syne. <laughs>
1: That was. Do you remember those times not so do. long ago when we were lifting a glass of
0: yes Bloody Mary with gin. Bloody gin, which you told me was a Bloody Caesar, which we've learned since is not. No, I apparently it's called a Red
1: Snapper. Bloody Mary uh, with gin is a Red Snapper, but as one person online said, no mm-hmm. one knows what that is. So usually you just say Bloody Mary with gin.
0: Okay. Yeah. I, I I loved it. And yes, it, it, it. I'm glad to be here talking with you now. I was very glad to be sharing uh, the Thanksgiving holiday with you uh, last month. You and I, we got together uh, to watch a, a cultural phenomenon that is very
1: American. It's the most American thing that happens this time of year in the period between the candy consumption of Halloween and the Christmas holiday and then the little asterisk is all the other holiday all the other religious events that happen around there. But yes. really Christmas is the thing that that consumer wise we build up to. So that event is the Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade on Woo! Thanksgiving Day. Yes. It's nine AM to noon in every time a- in zone. In every time zone. So in every time zone. Magically. They keep they just reboot it. Everybody goes back to the beginning of the line and they run it over and over again. It's it's a trap it's a temporal trap and we had the wild idea to live stream the whole thing our own version to be our own versions of hoda kotbi and uh willard scott or whoever we had done some journo style research into the history of the event into the history of some of the floats and balloons and we just talked through it we had some fun and um and so we thought well let's revisit that let's revisit some of the greatest hits But also because there was some interesting stuff there that that continues to resonate. So much of the parade is about the holiday as it's connected to consumerism, as it's connected to the movement of corporate activities. And to sort of the, in the same way that the floats and balloons are shuttled and herded down these various streets, uh, so too are we all kind of moved from one thing to the next. It's now time to go shop for this stuff because it's black friday and then cyber
0: saturday or whatever it is <laughs> i don't know it's cyber i think it's cyber, cyber monday cyber monday yeah, yeah every every day is significant uh, basically from the uh, thanksgiving until new year's That's right. uh, in the name of consumerism but the the parade itself it, it 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 quite literally kicks off the winter holiday season in many ways because as we noticed the beginning of the parade It's all Thanksgiving. It's all very harvest forward in terms of the aesthetic. A lot of your browns, your oranges and such. And then by the end of the parade, it is Santa and full-blown Christmas time. And so the the duration of the parade, it's kind of an acknowledgement of the fall and autumn. And then it's a a welcoming of the colder, more wintry holiday that is Christmas or really the Christmas season, because it's pretty all pervasive at the end of the day, right? I mean, and there's problems there too, but it's, you can't go anywhere in America without, you know, sort of running into Christmas uh, around this time of year. Anybody who's ever worked in
1: retail knows that once they flip the switch, there's a, there's a box and under every manager's desk. Yeah. And there's a little red button that sort of (laughs) on and off all year. And when they turn the key and they open the glass yeah, box. They push that button and it becomes Christmas music and that is going to run on a loop from the day after probably the day after Halloween. Yeah. Um oh, certainly it, can... certainly the day of certainly on Thanksgiving Day up until yeah. Christmas and everyone goes It feels
0: inside. like it creeps up sooner year after year and you know again like when we're talking about Christmas today, we're not omitting any of the other holidays that occur in this time of year. Uh, such as Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, anything else like that, uh, for any reason other than the fact that, for better or for worse, the Macy's Day Parade is very much a teeing up of the Christian holiday, which, you know, historically, again, is is sort of this American obsession. So Mm -hmm. that's, if you're wondering why that's where the focus is, um, that that's the reason that's uh, also we're not where
1: the parade uh, manages to focus itself. Exactly. It ends with, you know, it begins with a turkey and yes. it ends with Santa. Exactly. And in the middle is a just, just parade of brands and companies yeah. and and then small town performers, clowns. Yeah
0: police it's it's a it's a jackson pollock of americana just all the way down that big broad street in the middle of new york city is it a jackson pollock yeah it's just like there's spatters of all the different motifs and aesthetics and themes of of american life some might think it's a norman rockwell but you say it's a jackson pollock i guess the jackson pollock thing is that it's sort of this crazy just again spatter paint of all of all of these different ideals of uh, american society uh and, and in fact many of which are feel quite erstwhile now as we enter into a more uh kind of modern inclusive world and so you know watching that parade and seeing the procession of all of these cartoons and characters and marching dances it yeah there's something that feels so quaint Uh, but also so dated about it. But everybody's still just loving it.
1: I think that the thing that was attractive for us to investigate is how it can be so beloved and something that can create so much cynicism for us, but that is also weirdly reifying of of all of the feelings. Like you kind of can't help but feel the sense of community and the sense of excitement about the holiday I mean certainly I can't but that's also tied to the fact that I like watched the thing a bunch yeah and and was sort of fascinated by the fact that I continue to and can't seem to resist this feeling of warmth toward you know Heinz's Gravy Pirates (laughs) flow lunicle
0: the the debut of the float slash balloon slash vehicle that that was a big innovation Mm -hmm. of this year for sure yeah and you know me like I'm I love the holidays, and uh, and uh, it's not big for any religious reason. It's because of this. They give you all these weird little days to hang your hat on that, that bring you together with your friends and family. And for me, like, I don't know. Friends and family are the most important things in the world to me, right? And so even for us, sitting around, you know, at 9 o'clock in the morning on Thanksgiving, this was a new kind of tradition that we both realized that we sort of started with one another. And that's, that's like a cool thing, regardless of how sort of uh, l- ridiculous elements of this parade are.
1: Yeah. I think that's right. Yeah. The takeaway is, does it create a tradition? Does it create a community? Even if you're going to get other watch it somewhat critically and ironically. And so I think that was why we did it on Thanksgiving day. And then yeah. why are we revisiting it now? Because when we, Went through and did it the first time. There were some themes that continued to resonate, and some things that we talked about then that I think are worth revisiting now. And so we've extracted yeah. some bits and bobs of that two hour and forty five minute, almost three hour. Yeah, we uh, talked for a um, long
0: time. Yeah, it was, it was uh, a lot
1: of conversation. So it was a lot of we. What you, we spun a yarn. We spun a hell of a yarn, and it's so we're going to um, sort of turn that yarn that we spun into we're going to pull out <laughs> sections of that yarn and mm-hmm. sort of revisit them now because I think they continue to be important for the holiday and for sort of thinking about what else is going on not just holiday related but also Certainly. in the in the greater corporate sphere And so one of the first things that um that came up as a theme was the idea of all of this being a kind of theater, right? Like the the parade had been going on um since 1924 and floats were balloons were introduced in 1928 it was uh tied for the second oldest parade after a couple of others and so it's just this american tradition and so much of it is like theater so much of this is these traditions this kind of spectacle this performance that we all are both participants in and audience to and one of them is kind of the strangest performance and theater of them all.
0: Yeah, it, it may very well take the cake. And that is, of course, the presidential pardoning of two turkeys every year. So peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. Do those words. Word. Mm-hmm. Anything from this week in the news yeah. cycle? Bring a bell. About peanut butter? Peanut butter and jelly. You know who they are? Mm-hmm. More hints. Who are they? Who are peanut butter and jelly? And what happens today on the Potomac? They get pardoned by the president oh, of the United States with turkey. Yes. which is You should name a food after another food. That's It's twisted. Yeah, the whole thing is twisted. It's they weird. put them in a bed. They put them in a hotel. You've seen this? They yeah. put them in like a nice hotel and they pardon these turkeys. And for me, it makes it, it kind of freaked me out this year because I was like, oh, so they're pardoning these turkeys? Yeah. That means that's just two out of like 50 million turkeys. Yeah. And also the, this year. the implication
1: that they're being pardoned, which means they committed a crime, uh, which was being a turkey.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. And it's what do these two do? It's not great. If you really dig and also if you dig deep, you're like, so we're pardoning the turkey. Yeah. Yeah. What did the turkey do?
1: Yeah. So the turkeys in their freedom suggest something like, you can be anything you want to be. Hope never dies. <laughs> Keep your dreams alive. If you're a turkey or if you're a guy just trying to make your way in america as a clown
0: yeah and so oh a clown well first of all like i love that 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 little story that snippet like was inspiring to you that from there you that was like a nike commercial for you that the turkey's got to live i don't i i I don't find that inspiring i see where you're going no that's what the
1: impression is though i think is is hey ain't it great that we've given these two a pass okay yeah and so yeah you know you're supposed to come away not with a sense of relief but with a sense of gosh anything's possible
0: or a sense of like death is around the corner (laughs) (laughs) at all times that's
1: right. Your president has the power of life and death. Always remember that.
0: Yeah. And, and no matter what, and no matter where you are, no matter how successful you are, death waits for no one. That's right. So you got to yeah. jump
1: on opportunity when it comes up.
0: Seize the day. And that was
1: one of the things of these stories that we had collected for this event. Um, one of the more interesting and certainly more American ones was a collection of a couple of great American icons. And, uh, and let's hear that story. I've got a fun story about a clown. Get into it. The world's most famous clown. Who is Bozo? Ronald McDonald. But funny that you say Bozo. Okay. So check out this. Willard Scott, America's weatherman. Okay. Right? For Today's Show. Okay. He was one of the hosts of Macy's Parade. Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Got it. 87 to 97. Got it. And then he came back in a number of different forms. Okay. Okay. Now, did you know that Willard Scott created
0: and was the first Bozo. Ronald McDonald. What? Don't. Did Ronald McDonald precede the McDonald's? Was he just a great clown who, got, who landed the McDonald's gig? Kind of, yeah. So he was... Come on. So there was uh, a Bozo show okay. that was like
1: a regional Bozo show. There were yeah. different Bozo's. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he was in Washington, D.C. Yeah. doing the local Bozo okay. show. There was a franchisee, a McDonald's franchisee in D.C. Okay. And he saw what this guy was doing, yeah. looked Scott. He said he's doing great work.
0: He's still I like, like, like he's clown. clowning. He's like, yeah. he's clowning. Yeah. Yeah. And so when to clown the, is a verb, but not Clown absolutely. Yeah. Absolute. yeah. Clouding around is not just, it's different. You know, screwing off in class. For some, it's a career. It's <laughs> his bozo gig ends. Yeah. Got his it. Franchisee
1: in DC says, Do you want to do something like that uh-huh. for my McDonald's franchise? Yeah. So they do a series of commercials. This is early 1960s. Okay. Willer Scott creates Ronald McDonald, the hamburger happy clown. Okay. And he wears like a cardboard box on his head. Yeah. A ham- paper cut okay. on his nose. What? And, and according to one story that I sounds really like grotesque, like, sounds yeah, terrifying. It's really weird. And apparently, yeah. he like would manifest hamburgers out of his. As one story said, belly
0: button area. What? Yeah. So he's like giving birth to the be- to hamburger. it's generated. But he's saying hamburger happy. Is he saying? Like, is he saying like hamburger happy? Like I'm crazy with hamburger. Like he's, like yeah
1: I, yeah. Like the Hamburglar is got a kind of a mental condition which kleptomania he, kleptomania which is which
0: which is burglars.
1: laser focused on. Cheeseburgers Mm -hmm. Willard Scott was Just a guy playing bozo Trying to get ahead In 1960s America Yeah You can can see Philip Roth Writing a book about Yeah Like Willard Scott Okay McDonald's franchisee Hires him They do a series of commercials Mm -hmm. Profits go up 30% In the D.C. area Because of these commercials It's a big hit Wow And so he's done a series Of commercials Okay then, a few years later, McDonald's reclaims all the franchises so that there is a uniformity okay. of messaging. Because you had McDonald's, which are all we're doing. To
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. These, They right? were all kind of existing as city-states, and they needed to be mm-hmm. brought into the mm-hmm. federal mindset right. that is the corporate McDonald's empire. Nationalism.
1: Nationalism. McDonald's claims all the property, including the intellectual property rights to the Ronald McDonald thing. They love it. They're like, we're to go national with Yes. And then they're going to put it, into the Macy's Day Parade. Okay. Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade yeah. in like ni- in 1966 or something. Yeah. Swig of so time. Willard. Exactly. Yeah. Willard is thinking I'm going to be the guy, but as he says in his memoir, it's not going to happen for me because they wanted somebody who was a little bit more trim. He, they thought he was a bit chunky.
0: He's too fat to be a clown?
1: Yeah. So, that's a bad Monday. So, it would be bad, but yeah. the next year he starts a career as a weatherman yeah. and the rest is history. So, he ended up in the parade anyway,
0: covering it Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and also being you know America's weatherman for a zillion yeah. years. I, I mean, as as inspiring as all that was, let's not forget that like clowns are freaking terrifying. Yeah, that's right. You had a real
1: moment with them. Yeah, people come together. They like the
0: parade. Those people who are watching the parade like the parade. Yeah, and they and that's fine. And if it's like you can find a little bit of joy from a, I mean, honestly, terrifying procession of balloons yeah when you're really looking up at them and the size of them freaked freaky man yeah what the fuck look at this thing yeah it's a it's an evil clown hovering over you I mean, that looks like the last thing you see before you die. Ronald, if, you've right. done very, if you've done something very wrong. If you've done something very wrong. So it's like, no like a pillow that he's going to smother you with. Yeah, or it's your heart, heart that he's just removed. So what he's done is he's he's dug into your chest. He's removed your heart like mm. Mogwai like mogwa from Last the Mohicans. There you go. And then oh, he removes yeah. it, Wait. takes a chunk out of it. This is Ronald McDonald, mind you. And he, then he smothers you with With, with the your heart. iron heart. We you should... just kind of choke on the blood. Yeah. The last thing you see is the clown. And then you wake up a butterfly. And that's what Thanksgiving's all about. the spirit
1: the the spirit of the season. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Speaking of monsters and things that are terrifying, we do have a complicated relationship with our major brands and corporations, wouldn't you say, Stephen?
0: I agree. I agree wholeheartedly.
1: Yeah. I mean, we need them for our stuff. We've talked about that in previous episodes. Yeah. But- we also have to sort of endure them doing things publicly that are criminal, that are unethical. Of course. But then we also are an audience to them when they screw up publicly.
0: Yeah, totally. When they and do things
1: yeah. that hurt us or
0: whatever. And, you know, every once in a while there's a brand boycott and, you know, I, you know, we all try to, I'm sure everybody kind of it stays away from certain sort of bad neighborhoods of brands and things. But like in the reality, like if we were to be really like voting with our dollars on every single thing, we would all probably have a lot less stuff than we currently do. So there is this sort of like willful, uh, amnesia that occurs with a lot of the behavior of brands.
1: Yeah. But on top of that, Part of that amnesia is caused by the brands themselves, by them going out and doing hardcore marketing to try and remind us of how great they are and to entertain us with joyful things. And I have never encountered a company that did this sort of so well and so publicly as Sinclair Oil, which for years and years and years has had a wonderful dinosaur called- It's cute. Cute. Dino or Dino- Dino? Dino. Dino. Uh, That was never clear to me. Um, But who floats along the parade route and belies this crazy, often terrible history of this company.
0: Yeah, they really phoned in the name, honestly. Let's just listen to the bit, Stephen.
1: The one that's coming up now uh, that I'm super excited about and one of the things that fueled this whole project. It's actually the banner image for the live event. That's right. It's the
0: Sinclair Oil Dino or yeah called dino which is yeah. let's let's be real like it's 2021 and we got a large float celebrating the oil and gas industry that's
1: kind of the thing that i think is so did fun- they
0: run the thing after the what was it the uh, event horizon or the horizon the, the thing where bp like ruined the gulf of mexico like, no five years S- sinclair oil is a is slightly smaller concern they have uh they, did do, they are they bp though
1: no BP, I think is something else. I don't I, think they're a part of BP. I okay. They um headquartered in Salt Lake City. Got it. And they do mining, and they have refineries in Wyoming yep. and other places. They also own like the Grand America Hotel, um, and some other places. So they first brought this dinosaur to life, 1963. Okay. So, so let's let's talk about
0: that dinosaur. Let's do significance it. Significance.
1: Okay. Uh, a couple of the fast facts about Dino the dinosaur: It's an Apatosaurus, big green dinosaur. Okay, um, a vegetarian herbivore. Herbivore, yeah. Regarded and is a pra- tell by the shape of their teeth, flat like a horse. Indeed, um, and is designed to the actual proportions of a, a pat- an Apatosaurus. Really? So that means it's the only life-size balloon
0: in the parade. I like life-size. So they're saying, but that's like ridiculous because all of these things are freaking cartoons. So there's no it's, life size. We don't know how big we don't know how big boss babies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Boss baby could be that's it, that's like, that's <clears throat> ridiculous. That's the life size. That's like somebody saying, Oh, it's like a real life clown. clown. Hey, listen. It's like you think clowns are real? Well yeah. like oh Ron, Ronald got the gig. Okay, sorry, go on. Yeah. So that's one of the selling points okay. of this thing. Is oh that's really
1: cool <clears throat> that uh, the dinosaur is the dinosaur. Yeah. Um the premiere was nineteen sixty three. Again, the sixth. what early sixties swing in time. Swing. Hello. Ran off and on yep. to the mid-70s. Yep. Okay. And then is now back. Now, it's an interesting time for Sinclair Oil to come back because it, Sinclair Oil is in the process of potentially being bought by a company called Holly Frontier Corp mm-hmm. for, I believe, $2.6 billion. Okay? Um, but this may be a securities violation case because it may be that the deal-making was such that... uh People weren't, the investors from Sinclair weren't really clued into the deal. Okay. right. So there may be some securities fraud that's going on, which would not necessarily yeah. be on Sinclair's part, but that is all happening right now. So you have this dinosaur from a company which makes oil in an urine, which we're trying to get away from. Yeah. And they're still running with the float, though. They're still running with the float. Yeah. Oh, with the balloon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's going to be some little... Uh, um. Uh, triclunes later on, little dinosaurs on tricycles.
0: So, back yeah. to the dinosaurs and security. The dinosaur, yeah.
1: So, okay. the company's being bought. It's, it's, and that's a whole interesting side issue. It's interesting to think about going into this now. Like, we're watching this fun float and there's potentially this significant legal case yep. that's going on. Okay. Right. Um, also, strange that it's a dinosaur. Mm-hmm. The dinosaur, the connection is like, well, dinosaurs are what oil the is oil's made, made out of, which is not true. Well, it's been disparate. Really? Yeah. What is one yeah. like right? is it, what carbon what just I it. imagine it's it's all ocean. the biomass of yeah the stuff that settles, settles to the bottom of the ocean yeah. and forests. So okay, now we have Hoda Kotb back here and see the little spinning around in the background. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> that was the um uh, the little the dinosaur triclone.
0: Okay, back to the dinosaur though. Right. Cuz so,
1: there, there there's a lot more political intrigue that occurred here too. That is absolutely true. So there's two major scandals that Sinclair Oil is involved in. Sinclair's been around since 1916. Wow. Okay. Let's go back to 1920, 21. Got it. I'm there? There was a scandal called the Teapot Dome Scandal. Yeah. Tell me more. Which was the biggest political scandal up until, like, Watergate. And what happened? Essentially, there was a plot of land called the Teapot Dome, which I believe is in Wyoming. And okay. it was leased to Sinclair, and it was not competitive. Right, got so it. they got a sweetheart deal. Well, in yeah, the interior secretary, a guy named Albert Fall, mm-hmm. leased it to Sinclair in exchange for I think about four hundred and four thousand dollars, or five point eight six million dollars today. The money came from Sinclair oil, and also came from a guy
0: named Edward Doheny, mm-hmm. Doheny, as in like uh, down down as course, in here Now uh, he's in L.A. Guy. Doheny, yeah. yeah, yeah, he was yeah. a petroleum guy. Got it.
1: So here's Dino now floating Like real man, like kind of there will be blood style guy. Yeah. 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 So he was involved in this bribery <laughs> scandal. Mm-hmm. Became a big deal. So that was the first thing. Um, the second one happened a couple of years later. This is on mid-20s. Yep. Um, Mussolini. Fascist, fascist. 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 The fastest fascist. The fastest fascist in the West. Yeah. Uh, he was running Italy at the time. Yep. Italy had some oil reserves. Okay. There's oil in Italy? Mm-hmm. I feel like. So they same kind of thing. They gave this they bribed Sinclair Oil to come. Okay, right? Um it was a it was an alternative to um uh, standard oil, which was this big conglomerate. So yeah. they're trying to do it for cheap. Okay. So the fascists reach out to Sinclair Oil and this is May 4th of 1924. Um they signed a deal real quick while the Teapot Dome scandal's going on. Okay. Right? Um, and so Sinclair had to make payments to fascists. Wow. Acting as intermediaries, intermediaries for Mussolini. They're paying
0: Mussolini. Mm -hmm. Okay. This is the dinosaur float from the parade today. This is the dinosaur balloon from the parade today. Okay. And then what happens? So, so, so once you're in bed with Mussolini over an oil deal, you're drilling. Sounds like there's not a, there sounds like there's this, this can't end well. Yeah. Uh, and it does. Okay. So it,
1: they argue the Mussolini government said we did it on a on a, a honest basis. There was competition, um, but in fact there was money that had changed hands. Okay, right, which was exposed by an anti fascist politician named Giacomo Matteotti. Got it. Uh, who said no? This is what's going on with Sinclair. Mm-hmm. He was later kidnapped and killed. What by Mussolini's secret police? Jesus Christ! True story.
0: Yeah, and and that's the and the dino float's still in there. The dinosaur. Float. You yeah. got to think still in there. You did yeah. some digging here. Mm-hmm. I don't think that the average person who's coming to watch. um No one's thinking that. No one's thinking that. The most you might think is, why is an oil company going to float in this era? But that's what we're doing here on the Journalist Podcast now, isn't it? We're plumbing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We want to get to the bottom of some of the weirder things. The weirder things. Continue to be with. So you have an oil company that um is, you know, all the machinations of. Oil company conglomeration—that's happening now. So there may be some securities issues there. But this thing has a long history of not one but two significant scandals, which were now a hundred years ago. And so this dinosaur is much beloved, right? Because as you know, America loves a dinosaur, right? Uh, I was obsessed with them as a child. That's what I. You were a dinosaur kid. Love dinosaur Lego for sure. Dinosaur Legos in 1960. I think four it all yeah. happened in the 60s maybe. it all happens yeah. so this whole so this is you know 63 was when some so 40 years after all these scandals yep. uh you have the world's fair in new york okay new york world's fair it's in queens if yep. you go to the jfk yeah they got, got a bunch of you know, artifacts stuff. and stuff still. So, yeah yeah so that so that was happening then so they did uh sinclair sponsored dino land yep and so they had dino the inflatable dinosaur with some other inflatable dinosaurs and people went and marveled at this wonderful mm-hmm. thing. It it's like, look at the technology to bring... To bring dinosaurs to life. Dinosaurs light. back to yeah. life. Anyway, so it was a big deal. Um, and that's why there's this enduring appeal of this dinosaur. Because huh. America loves a dinosaur. We love dinosaurs. Yeah, and in fact, I think the uh, the tagline for the dino, because you can get little flush ones is Sinclair. I think it's the... World's most huggable mascot or something
0: like that. A dinosaur is the world's... Yeah, Yeah. something that's the world's... Uh, Of all the animals, Mm -hmm. least huggable dinosaurs. I love them. Least huggable dinosaurs? I'm not thinking dinosaur and, like, that thing is easy to hug. So, yeah, Sinclair
1: Oil is a pioneer in many ways. Um, Doing crazy illegal stuff and also putting the cutest face possible on it. But we see that all the time. I mean, big pharma is constantly doing stuff, even as they are creating life-saving vaccines. They're also denying that intellectual property to, other countries because they don't want to lose money on the deal crazy yeah uh johnson and johnson you know makes baby powder that baby powder happens to have asbestos in it that causes cervical cancer it happens to have incident
0: incidentally
1: incidentally it does yeah we see that over and over
0: again right bad corporate actors indeed Um, i mean the 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 the, the oxycontin people had like teddy bears and stuff remember that they had had merch yeah you buy like a oxycontin bucket hat (laughs) In the 90s, you really it was crazy. No, you wouldn't buy it. They'd bring it to They'd you. they bring it to you, yeah.
1: <laughs> so the idea at that point of having a cute dinosaur makes more sense. Um, of course, you know, right now there are a couple of big examples of that in addition to the ones we just talked about. Uh, Theranos and Elizabeth <laughs> Holmes, a company yep. that was supposed to revolutionize modern medicine, which turns out to have been a big fraud. And then, of course, Facebook, all yep. of the... Things that are going on with Facebook and Google, um, like antitrust issues. Yep. Uh, Facebook's now
0: Meta. Um. Now, now Meta. Well, Facebook's still Facebook, and that's where a lot of the the, the dastardly deeds have been done. Right. But um, to use an alliteration, the uh, but yeah, you know, Facebook the, and then you know also Instagram. It's all like the same thing. They uh, knew about all these like harmful things that their platform was both. That were that their platform was promoting, and also all these harmful effects, especially on teens. You know, they it was proven they knew it, and they continued to put profits over people.
1: That's right. Yeah, and then of course Facebook and Google um, siphoning away so much of the ad revenue because of their business model <laughs> oh, from yeah. journalism, yeah. draining journalism. To basically nothing, of course, and we've got thousands of newsrooms across the country are closing shop. Yeah. Uh, and that inspired a vision for us of a way to remind people of the plight of journalism in America. Indeed I feel like, I feel like I'd like to see a huffpo float, you know a Huffpo or just or, or or just a journalism, yes, yeah, let it just be Ariana. No, let's say let's say a journalism float, okay. right? It's like the state of journalism float, sponsored yeah. by by I don't know the Pew Research by, or something. It would be sponsored by
0: sponsored content.
1: Yeah, and it could be a bunch be <laughs> sponsored, content. and it would be um, it would be look like a giant newspaper. Yeah. with a bunch of journalists in like Oliver Twist rags. Okay, because they're all at work. So it's like right? di- so it's like a Dickensian very Dickensian. By. Yeah, okay. and. <laughs> <laughs> and they're trying to tell people the truth, but everybody's not listening. No, it looks like yeah. Because there's so much different stuff going on. Also, mm-hmm. the whole thing is on fire. The whole thing is on fire. fire. That's the yeah. state of Jersey. Yeah. So yeah, that's a bummer. And it's also a reminder that it, it's not supposed to be that way no. in America, right? Things are supposed to work. There is supposed to be abundance. There is supposed yeah. to be plenty, especially around this particular holiday.
0: Yeah, you know, the cornucopia overflows exactly. The the president pardoning those turkeys is supposed to remind you that to never give up hope. That's right, but somehow uh, there's still going
1: to be a turkey. It's not like anybody's and, being denied a turkey. You're and, still getting your turkey
0: in someone and, and you're getting your head cut off. And you're getting your eventually. Off. Yeah, yeah. So, is is this whole idea of abundance a lie? Yeah,
1: I mean, I think it kind of is that it's if you have money you can get the things you want. But then on the other hand, one of the major themes of this last part of the year going on even as the parade, even as we're doing all of our holiday shopping is this massive bottleneck of getting our stuff, right? The ports are not getting... It's not working. ...shipments. There are delays on everything. We've never seen this before in the modern era. And it's pretty weird. So it kind of gives the lie to that idea of like... You're always going to be able to get a jar of black licorice, jelly beans, anytime you want. It's like, no, some
0: of that stuff goes away. Whatever kind of psychopath wants that, by the way. Yeah, whoever wants that.
1: And that reaches a really incredible level, as we found out, during the parade, when it comes down to the actual scarcity of one of the fundamental elements of matter. One of the things that I find interesting about the... Whole idea of the balloons mm-hmm. through the years is symbolized by the you know there's the little Macy's star. Yep, they have stars every year. Mm-hmm. Macy's that's their logo. Yep. You know it comes out of stars.
0: Uh Carbon well, radiation. Yeah, I mean, I guess all that radiation. I guess all of the elements. UV rays. Yeah, cancer causing. All that's Helium is what I was looking for. Okay,
1: helium comes out of star. What? In the yeah, well, like it's off gassing star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we oh. have a. Is that why? Is that how the sun stays up? Is that how the sun floats in the sky? Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: So
1: So, you know we have a limited amount of helium on the planet, locked up in these underground gas pockets. There's a finite amount of helium. Yeah. Locked up. There's you can get it in the atmosphere, but the cost of extracting it from the atmosphere, pulling it out of the air, would raise
0: the price of helium like ten thousand times. Where is it? It's in these underground gas pockets. Go into the cave all of this, and they're mining it they're like yeah, we, we, we found, found it we found, found, found it yeah <laughs> <laughs> um that'd be dope if they had a cave that was just nitrous oxide yeah yeah is there's i guess there's probably a finite amount of that technically is there just a finite amount of gas but you can make gas does it, it go gas? out and does it emanate outside of so it's kept it's in by the yeah. gravity for in our case
1: in the case of the earth uh, it is you know, it's it, radioactive material decays. Okay, and you, have, you end up off with, gases. Yeah, well, it decays, so it goes from being you know a larger, a larger size atom, and then it splits off, and you have things like helium and hydrogen stuff. Helium comes from radioactive decay. It, yeah, I can because it's you know it's like two you know it's two protons.
0: Whoa. Anyway, go on. This is very simple, right? No. It sounds it sounds unimaginably Absolutely, complex. It's ultimately pretty simple. <laughs> take a cake. Imagine a
1: cake is radioactive. Okay. And then you take slices off of that cake. Yeah. And it becomes other things. So, so you eat it like both. Yeah. And so that's helium. Okay. So anyway, consequently, there's a limited amount of it. All right. Okay. Okay. Limited amount of helium in yeah. the world. Okay. In these underground yeah. pockets. And a lot of that was on federal
0: land. And so the Bureau of Land... <laughs> Look at this Who's this guy? <laughs> I the handsome Dan in a peacoat. All right, sorry, go on. great. <laughs> he's dancing at a bake shop. He's trying to tell us about the plight of helium. Okay. No, he's not. He's like, there's only so much. There's only so much. There's so much, there's so much, there's there's there. so much helium. <laughs> he needs <to> stop it. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> Some estimates are going to run out of helium in 40 years. What? So this is... There's only 39 years left of this thing. Potentially. That's some estimate. Others say, oh, no, we've got hundreds of years. I mean, in 40, but there's 40, 40 a the, the Macy's
1: Day to to Parade is just going to be tanks. Yeah. And the, uh, It'll the have to be still the country. Well, yeah. So because there's a limited amount and because the price on it was set artificially low yeah. by the Bureau of Land Management in like 96 mm-hmm. because they were broke and they needed to make money. So they're like, we'll sell you all our stuff. Okay. So they sold it for cheap Now everybody you can get, you know, balloons for nothing or whatever. Um, so if we run out,
0: or yeah. if it runs really low and the prices get high, we uh-huh. gotta find alternatives. What else floats other than helium? I How know it's is, super. Well, what happened with the freaking Hindenburg, right? Hydrogen is a great one. So we're just gonna like straight bunch of bombs down.
1: <laughs> That's cost effective. At what? Well, if, cost effective
0: at great cost. Well, you'd have to sign away. Yeah.
1: So turns out that even helium is becoming sort of a luxury which was not at all the case when they first started doing (laughs) floats in 1928 remember we were talking about that uh yeah they had sort of a crazy idea of insane how they wanted to handle the floats in those early years 1928 the first year okay of balloons new york-born artist tony sarg designed the giant goldfish, goldfish And it was, of course, built in Akron, Ohio. It's Goodyear Tire and Rubber Company. In that year, what they did with the balloons, which they did for a number of years, the idea was at the end of the parade, they would let the balloons go. What? That they would they f- would just go out into the atmosphere? And they would float through the atmosphere and eventually deflate and land somewhere in America. <laughs> like in Long Island or something? And <laughs> crazy. You, That's crazy. And you, if you returned it, <laughs> you'd get a $100 gift certificate how to Macy's. How big were the Balloons. In
0: like a hot time to gather up. Yeah. Here's the like A gets smothered while they were It's, just, it's happening again. <laughs> it's
1: from the New York Times, November 27th, 1928. A feature will be the release into the sky at the end of the parade of five gigantic figures. Fantastic and comical, these figures are built around helium inflated balloons as bodies. They will include a blue elephant, a 60 foot tiger, and a plumed bird measuring 50 feet from beak to tail. Another will be an early bird, also of heroic size, which will carry its own worms. This this is, the, the 20s were freaking loose. There, you know that. This is crazy. <laughs> the figures are expected to rise 2,000 to 3,000 feet and are timed by a slow leak to stay aloft for a week or 10 days. By then, it is expected that they will have alighted in various parts of the country. This is
0: alighted. like, uh, this is, yeah. Macy's is offering a reward of $100 for the return of each of them. So that, so, so there you are in like, you know, Dutch Pennsylvania. Yes. And like slowly this like deflating yeah. balloon is just like descending. Much, up much, up. Much, yeah. That's
1: exciting. <laughs> yeah. I guess it. Here's the thing. Uh, the first year they did it, um, they didn't quite have it calibrated. So as soon as they went up in the sky, they all unexpectedly burst.
0: Really? Yeah. The following year, they were redesigned with safety valves. Oh, because they didn't so have. Was it not thick enough for the app? Like it got too thin. On it. it got too thin, and it burst. Yeah. So they had safety valves that would allow it. To go. Okay.
1: And then I and then address labels were attached to them, so you could mail them back and receive a gift
0: of a hundred dollars. Address labels, like they didn't know where that thing came from. Yeah, I guess. Who's <laughs> giant? Well, I like, guess it's not, t- it's, not it's not televised, and the media wasn't such. You have to believe that they didn't. know what the heck was happening. It was just this monster coming from the sky.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so one of the wilder things about the parade is that because it's been going on for almost a 100 years, you have seen it evolve year after year after year. New traditions come in, old traditions come out, and it so much is a reflection of kind of what's going on in America at any particular time. And... You know, at one point they were going to let the balloons go and people were going to return them. And, (laughs) you know, and then at one point there was a war and so there wasn't rubber and so on and so forth. There's this constant evolution. And while on the one hand you can be super cynical about the kind of corporate element of it, the fact that you and I both ended up calling it the Macy's Day Parade more often than not. Yeah. Underlying all that, like we continue to find something about it that is sort of special.
0: Totally. And, you know, I like I said earlier, I, I have a big soft spot for the holidays and this idea of, like, they give you all these reasons to sort of hang your hat on something throughout uh, the end of the year. And uh, it, 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 these new traditions get created, not unlike this thing where you and I drink gin Bloody Marys, you know, every Thanksgiving day at 9 a.m. now. Like, I don't, I plan to continue to do that. I imagine you do too. And, you know. Oh, you mean Red Snapper Day? Oh, sorry. Yeah, Red, uh, the Red Snapper Day. Yeah, you know, but because holidays, they are these wonderful things that sort of remain as constants.
1: Yeah. You had something really nice that you said about that.
0: Holidays, they are the same. You, as a person, you are different. You come to the holidays a different person every year. Different shit's going on. Last year, can you, can you remember, I mean, Thanksgiving 2020, that was bananas. Yeah. What the heck? The yeah. he, I mean, it was crazy. We were in the throes of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I remember. No end in sight. No kind of vaccine trickle out. People were scared. People were sick. I, my mom had just gotten over cancer. Before that, I'd, I wouldn't know, but both my parents were about to get COVID. And they're fine. Everybody's fine now. In fact, the fact that everybody in my family is fine now is this, maybe that's also what what the holidays remind me of is that you can think about what things were like exactly a year before and be Mm -hmm. grateful for the way things are now. Or you can look back and say, oh yeah, that was better today, this year sucks. Mm. But next year could get better. Yeah, And I think that's, they force us to look at ourselves and these holidays, they force us to to, to, to take stock of all the things that are happening in our lives and stop for a day and reflect can sometimes have a good time, sometimes have a bad time, but you know that it's just, it's, it's all real. I think that's what yeah. I like most about it.
1: It's a forced ritual, right? Yep. I mean, we are, as we were just talking about with that commercial, there are so many opportunities for us to be atomized and separated yeah. and put into our little cubbies mm-hmm. and to interact in some sort of filtered way. Yeah. And then you have holidays, family events, whatever, where you have to come together. You have to make a go of it, right? Yeah. And uh, and I think that yeah, that's there's something really profound about that. In you know, and, and one of the things that has become a recurring theme for the last few years, particularly since the Trump election, was how fraught that was oh and
0: my as God. the political polarization. Oh yeah, like everybody talking about oh what well, we can't talk about at dinner. Right. There's like people are yeah. putting blogs up about like how to talk to your, you know, that's or right. your nephew that's right. about uh, you know the covid or whatever the heck it is. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, and it's an interesting force ritual. It's also interesting to watch tradition. How, oh, wait, sorry. Breaking Nelly. We got Nelly rapping under a Ganesh. I mean, that's a pretty good assist. I think that's what Thanksgiving's all about. That's what Thanksgiving is. And that's is the all true meaning of Thanksgiving. Um yeah, Nelly. Of Nelly. Nelly did very well for himself business-wise. I read something about him, actually. So, uh, um, <laughs> ah. I, that, uh, that started, yeah, it started pretty heartfelt. Ended on some Nelly, as things do, mm-hmm. as things tend to do. Uh, and uh, it's, it, what is it, the entropy toward Nelly? That's right, yeah.
1: All things collapse oh. into Nelly. Yeah. <laughs> In That's why the Band-Aid. Ah, It's man. a reminder.
0: It's a reminder.
1: Yeah, <laughs> For me, uh, the Macy's Day event is summed up in one character. We know him, we love him. His name yep. is Snoopy. Uh, love some Snoopy. I mean, I think if, if I'm being really honest, the my excitement about doing the live stream and, and sort of the thing that carries me through um, the holiday is the iconography of Snoopy and by extension Peanuts and how much of that stuff shows up. Because Snoopy is very well marketed, um, I was obviously so inspired that I had to talk about it, and then even to write a thing about it, which you were patient enough to listen to.
0: Uh, oh, it, it was a pleasure. This year, Snoopy is a uh, Astro. astronaut. Yeah. Any significance there? There is. Thank okay. You for asking, um, twenty nineteen was
1: the fiftieth anniversary of the Apollo moon landing. Okay. So they re debuted snoopy astronaut snoopy for that the first appearance of astronaut snoopy was 1969 which was which is of course moon landing big deal big big year so the 60s were crazy yeah so the the first year of snoopy was 1968 it was aviator snoopy big balloon okay yep so the next year here's the moon landing they take that existing balloon and like peel off the flight helm the the flight cap and all the aviator appurtenances okay and then they just put a bunch of astronaut stuff, and then yeah. that goes for a while. Okay, right. Wow. So they're honoring the um, the 50th anniversary of a thing that they honored the year it happened as well. Wow. Right? So I mean,
0: landing on the moon it's a different it's a different balloon. It's a by big the way. freaking deal. I'm not arguing. I'm getting out there. I, I'm not. trying. never. I mean, like like the fact that we just like don't even like, like oh yeah we we went to the moon. Yeah, that's no. insane. Well, yeah, yeah. The yeah. moon, and we may go back. So yeah. Someday there could be a SpaceX float okay. or balloon. Yeah. Over-under when um, there will be like a nice little Snoopy trinket left on the moon. Oh, that's a Almost good same. cue. I mean, it's going to be one of the first things. I think they brought a baby Yoda into the space station,
1: didn't they? Mm-hmm. There's actually going to be, there's a new Snoopy astronaut plush that okay. they're taking up um, on an a upcoming NASA trip. They take these plush toys with them into yeah. space yeah. because they are- Combed by the astronauts. It's like a... <laughs> that's
0: right. We're freaking out. Yeah. All we'll this get, stuff. Give them a toy.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Um, no, because the the critters are in zero G. So you'll know when you've hit zero G because they're going to float uh-huh. first because they're lighter. Got it. And they're really soft. So they won't like accidentally flip on, you know, retro rocket. They're not going to. And you here hurtling. Just, in yeah. Break a window. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They won't do any of that. Yeah. Astronaut Snoopy. Go is. On. Oh, he is here. We are loud. coming. The trap. Oh my gosh. As I told you, I just th- talked into my glass. Don't make <laughs> <Like no>. them <laughs> like, We are coming down the bend, folks. <laughs> no, that's wrong. That's wrong. That's adorable. <laughs> okay. Now, n- uh, not unlike Snoopy. Well, no, no, actually, there's nothing wrong about Snoopy. Oh, sir. Is he infallible? He's infallible. Go on. Let me read you this.
1: Tell me. Um, as you know, this is the uh, 50th anniversary of the moon landing. Well, 2019 was. That's when they debuted the float.
0: Yeah. And now here you go. They, but why do people keep... It's not the, it's the 52nd. Interver- anniversaries are very specific sure, moments sure, in time. Sure. You can't keep calling this the 50th anniversary. I'm saying that he was de- des- de- debuted des-bue-ed. for that. Okay. Yeah. Okay? Proceed. Great.
1: Snoopy is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. He's everywhere. In every form. Pencil sharpener. Hoodie. Amusement park. Balloon. Island. There's actually a Snoopy Island named for his shape. He becomes more ubiquitous every year as 20,000 new products are approved to be sold in more than 40 countries every year. The peanut strip was in 75 countries, Stephen, in 21 languages. Emily Dickinson said, Nature does not knock, and yet does not intrude. That is also true of Snoopy. Aliens looking down on us will see so much Snoopy, they will think he's a god but a God who comes to us as we need him, a God who looks good on a fanny pack. In Peanuts, we have children enduring the suffering of the world, loneliness, bullying, misunderstanding, the casual cruelty we demonstrate in a world with no obvious meaning or guidance. Snoopy is a solution to this. He's not immune to this cruelty. He feels very strongly, but Stephen, Mm. he escapes it. Consider that there are two images from Peanuts that are so indelible they became balloons. One is Charlie Brown and the football that Lucy forever pulls away. Charlie Brown flies into the air and comes down hard. Gravity adds injury to insult. And the other image that we know so well is Snoopy, who gets on top of his doghouse and just flies away. For him, gravity is not a problem. He chooses not to let it hold him back. Because Snoopy knows it is stories that will save us, Stephen. Charles Schultz knew this too. His imagination is endless, Snoopy's. Just as his doghouse is infinite, big enough for parties and, you know, all kinds of storage. Sort of like Doctor Who's TARDIS. Infinite on the inside. Take you anywhere you want to know. Snoopy's a writer. He's an astronaut. He's a cool guy named Joe. His stories don't eliminate the suffering and the cruelty of the world, but they show him and us other ways of being. And somehow he's transcended the cheapening of consumer culture. There's Snoopy's all over the place. And he's still pretty great. Because he's everywhere, his existence is undeniable. And if he exists and we acknowledge it, so then must
0: we. Wonderful. like that. That was very, that was lovely. Yeah. It's like an invocation of, of, uh, of the season. Yeah. Um, so, what, okay. that, that, that is just, that is just delightful. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, I had a friend who uh, used to DJ parties up in, um, like, wedding parties and stuff up in mm-hmm. in Santa Rosa. Yeah. Uh, there's a pool up in Santa Rosa shaped like Snoopy. I think it might even be the house. Like the, uh, out, at, I, I at think Schultz's there's up there like a place in Hillsburg. I just remember there's a Snoopy pool. That's pretty great. Yeah. Um, well, thank you for sharing the delightful musings on Snoopy existentialism in our place in the world.
1: Yeah. In the larger question of How does something like the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, Mm -hmm. which is so chock full of product and stuff, Mm -hmm. how do we reconcile that with
0: trying to be, you know, fully realized type of people? Well, I think it has to do with, like, you don't... It's kind of like, again, what we're doing today and hopefully what other people uh, will be doing with others is that, you know, the maybe this is why I like holidays so much. The holidays are cheesy. And that's okay. And it, and, and it's not, you, you don't want to look at the thing itself too long because what it's all about is all the stuff around the thing. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like you know, we don't, and do I care about what the exact floats are? No. But do I care about learning about all the weird sh- shit that happens behind the floats with my butt? Of course. Do I care about <laughs> sitting around? On a morning, drinking with a great excuse to drink gin at nine o'clock in the morning? You betcha. And do I care that uh, it's a day like Thanksgiving and that I find myself uh, grateful for many things, uh, not the least of which being the uh, never-ending pursuit of knowledge and uh, finding joy in a little bit of comedy in the world? You betcha. So if if something like a parade filled with McDonald's uh, characters and uh, a never-ending kind of onslaught of advertisements if that's the impetus for all of this then I think that is great that, that 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 is something good that feels like
1: we reach the end of our own personal parade of indeed ideas and concepts and revisiting um, this thing that we kind of did on Lark and that I think we really found some interesting themes that that kind of continue to bounce around in our heads yeah we still chortle about we've created a new tradition and next year
0: we'll have people tuning in yeah we'll interact maybe with uh yeah and maybe maybe the real thanksgiving was just the gin you drink along the way that's right yeah with that uh we will bid you adieu um and wish you all a very happy holiday season. We'll see you for the next Red Snapper Day. I'm Brandon R. Reynolds. <laughs> and I'm Stephen
1: Jackson. Bye. Journos is produced by Heather Eagle Ears
0: Wilson. Special thanks to James Ard.